So how do you want to start this? Do we want to like uh, just say like, "Hi, we're sorry we've been gone so long. Life's been crazy," and then go into? I mean, you we can just we could just start with you saying, "How do you want to start this?" Because I feel like this is gonna be a week a, a loose episode, anyways. So <laughs> there's no structure hi, to this. Hi, hi guys. We're, hi, we're in it. We're, we're back. in it. Uh, it's, it's been the longest longest one month hiatus. I think uh, not, not not anyone ever ever seen, but uh, yeah. So yeah, we're not dead. In case you were wondering, I mean, I I guess welcome to season two then. Yeah, at this point, uh, might as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that makes sense because I think the last episode definitely like. Uh huh. There's not. There's a nice shift to indicate a new season. Are we going to yeah. label it season two? No, because not that would mean relabeling all our previous episodes. Yeah, and that's too much work. It's too much work. Plus, I like just doing one through fifty, however many this is going to be. It, there's a nice. It's nice. <laughs> At this rate, it'll be one through sixty. Let's be honest. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Especially because they keep dropping these names for projects that I didn't know were in the works. I'm like, oh, that's another yeah. one we got to add to the list. Like, it just my, keeps yeah. going. Like, I, they keep announcing things in my brain. My brain goes, oh right, they're a studio. <laughs> like, like I don't like the show doesn't exist. Wow, wait, they're still doing work. They're, they're still making just, movies? They're not just uh, uh. not a great not a great look, honestly. Hi, I'm Alex. Hi, I'm Tara. And this is Dream a Little Deeper, a critical retrospective on the Walt Disney Animation Studios films. So Anyways. To help us kind of get in the swing of things again, because we haven't been on mic in six months. Uh, we you thought be- haven't been on mic. Yeah, for I six haven't months. been on mic. You've done some stuff. Yeah, I have not. I've been in a research hole. Um, we asked for questions. We got sixteen questions. Oh no! And I've divided them into six categories. I doubt we get through all of them, but who knows? Who knows? We'll find out. So here, I'm gonna. I've seen all the questions. You've seen a few. I have seen. I have seen one question that came through Twitter, and that's it. Well, only one? Yeah. Are you talking about Erica's? Uh-huh. They sent three. Uh, th- okay, I consider that one okay. because that was one message. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see. So you've seen those. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I've seen the rest. And while I was waiting for us to get started, I just divided them into six categories. And oh, no. I'm just going to list the category title. Yeah, and they have varying numbers of questions in there. Anywhere okay. from, from like one to six. Okay, this is already already going <laughs> off the rails. This is already more than I expected. It's going to be great. Okay, so here are the six categories. We have personal, Disney preferences, Disney corporate, deeper Disney, film, fun slash random. Okay, damn. Uh, I'll, t- I'll take Disney personal for 200, Disney Alex. Disney personal. Dis- there is no Disney personal. Oh, wow. What There's was the personal other? Well, and then Disney preferences. Disney preferences. All right, Disney preferences. Let's get started. And Amelia wants to know, what's y'all's favorite Disney movie and why? I mean, I feel like we addressed this pretty consistent. Uh, mm, actually, straight up favorite we haven't addressed yet. No. I've, oh. I've said it. I mean, yes, you've said it. I've said it. You haven't, I don't think. I have to pull up the list now. Hold on. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty blunt on the Fantasia episode that the Fanta- that Fantasia's my favorite and that there's only one other movie that can uh, give it a run for its money. Uh, and if you listened to the uh, 
TFS 100 episode I put out, I did with uh, Marcelo Pico for the site. Uh, you you know what the other one is. Uh, if you have if you haven't listened to that, I'm not going to spoil that episode or this podcast. So uh, go go listen to my other stuff. I think. Do I know what it is? If you listen to my episode, you do. Well, I didn't. But like, would I know? I think you could put it together. I think I, I have an idea of what it is. Mm-hmm. Do you um, want to? Do you want to? Do you want to hazard a guess? Sleeping Beauty. No, oh, actually. Oh, interesting. Okay. Fantasia two thousand. <laughs> no. Uh, I'll. I have no idea then, or maybe okay. I do, and I just need to. It will. It will be obvious in hindsight, but yeah. No, it's yeah, fine. I'll look into it. I'll, I'll You'll figure look that into out. it. You'll figure it out. I will actually listen to the episode like y'all should do as well. You should. It's a fun time. We are looking. I was not expecting this to be a difficult question, Alex. Because here's the thing. I like a lot a very certain amount, like at a certain uh-huh. level, you know, like there's a group that I would say falls in like that high category i don't have Uh one like you where you're like i mean you you know you're like yeah that you just love unequivocally exactly i'm not like fantasia defender lugs on you know i (laughs) I think i've always been like they like i've enjoyed them they i was never truly like obsessed i'd say with a specific movie though it was always just kind of like i like the vibes you know um yeah i mean that's fair Hold on. I think I actually... Now I'm going to look at my phone. <laughs> Didn't think the first question would stump me, but here we are. Neither did I. Good um, Lord. You're the one... You saw all of these. You had time to think, Alex. Yeah, but I didn't. <laughs> Clearly. Um, this podcast about doo-doo. thinking about movies. I did not think. Mm. <laughs> Listen... It's been a time. I I I've been deep in research hole lately, and I literally I started when we started. Okay, we started recording here. Okay, peppermint goals, scallions, happy birthday. One of the cool things about having red scare. I'm going through all my notes because I have a notes page where ecofascism. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, Bambi. Bambi's wild. Gideon the ninth. Oh, it was a show I needed to watch. Um, where the heck is this? But did I delete uh, it? I don't know is also a valid answer. I don't know. I'll I can I can tell you a few of the ones that I guess were very like prominent at certain times in my life. And again, I did I did prepare for this question because I wrote it down somewhere, but I don't know where it is. Um, wait, maybe if I search, I'm gonna try one more thing. I'm trying one more thing. We're gonna okay. search the notes. We're gonna search it. This is what the, this is the pro this is the process of recording one of these episodes. Yeah, this is what our conversations. Are okay, like. I found it. It was labeled three types, so that's why I didn't know what it was <laughs> at a glance. Um, Lord Almighty. Okay, yeah. So these were the movies that I loved at different points in my life um mm-hmm. peter pan which i mentioned you know yeah. being younger and the impact that had loved sleeping beauty when i was younger um little mermaid also falls into there um okay. atlantis yeah w- loved it um beauty and the beast and then tangled was one that kind of i I'd, I'd say like when i was like up until i was probably like six 
seven, mm-hmm. maybe. You know, those were like the movies I watched all the time. And then I'd stopped watching them. And then Tangled is kind of what brought me back in. Yeah. To the franchise. I, I, I feel like that's a more common story than people let on. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Um, the, va- the the importance and value of Tangled to people our age cannot be understated. It's just a good movie. It's it's fun. And we'll we'll get there in three years. At this rate, yes. That's kinda that's kinda where we're at. It's um, so I, funny how I was joking about that when we started production of the of the show, and now it's just like, oh, this is just a fact. At this point. Um I'll also say fondly remember Sword in the Stone Jungle Book and Robin Hood because I had a mm-hmm. My cousin used to babysit us when we were younger, and she'd come and bring those movies, and I'd watch one of those and Bedknobs and Broomsticks, like fair every week. But Bedknobs and Broomsticks is not Bedknobs and Broomsticks about. doesn't count, but Bedknobs and Broomsticks fucking rules. Slaps. It's, it's such so a good, good movie. I have a whole... Angela Lansbury animates a bunch of na- suits of armor and beats the shit out of Nazis. And also, it's Angela great. Lansbury is a witch. Yeah, it's it's a fascinating allegory to the way, um, like. <laughs> The post-war era, like, really solidified those gender norms, especially mm-hmm. in, like, suburbia. It's a whole thesis I have in my head, but... It's so good. It's so good. But anyways, those are the ones that I like. And I'd say, like, the six that I mentioned. Liked, I don't really know why. I'd have to really sit and deconstruct it. Um, but I'd say probably the imagination aspect of it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. It's, it's not great. like we haven't done two of those already. It's a little teaser. Or you can go back yeah. and, you know watch listen to those episodes you can't watch these episodes but no you cannot god no very no. much no this is not a video podcast <laughs> which are no. becoming popular nowadays and i don't know alex no no i know no. i don't want to okay good i'm already out i'm already out there enough i don't need my face out there <laughs> okay question number two comes from emily yes you must choose oh no fantasia or fantasia 2000 fantasia no question em come on do better come on do better in their defense they did send this a long time ago. That's fair. Like at the beginning of hiatus. <laughs> That's fair. They did. They did do that. Yes. But also, yeah. No, I, 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 I do not need to justify that with the response. I will justify that when we get to Fantasia 2000. There we go. Okay, our next one comes from Erica. Erica wants to know, which films are you most looking forward to talking about? I'm answering. Uh, why am I answering all these first? You answer. No, I'm thinking because I have to think okay. on these. Honestly, okay. just for the pure chaos, Home on the Range and Chicken Little. Again, oh, God. for the pure chaos. I'm <laughs> those episodes are like the- be insane. Yeah, those are gonna be those are gonna be interesting. I think like I- I've said it before. Uh, I can't remember if it's been on or off mic. It's probably been off mic. But those episodes are probably going to be the closest we get to just a straight up quote unquote bad movie podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be brutal. I'm 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 excited. Um, what other ones am I looking for? I'm looking forward yeah. to like the weird, the 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 post Renaissance pre 3D transition 2D movies. So like. Home on the Range and Chicken Little are in there, but I mean, like, the the weird shit that no one really talks about. Um, or, like, mm-hmm. Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Atlantis and Treasure Planet. And then, like, kind of, like, the er, like the post... Um, Atlantis, Treasure Planet, the, that kind of the, stuff. The, like, the ones where they start to get their, their 3D figured out. So, shit like Meet the Robinsons. I'm interested to revisit um, and see how that holds up. We've, we've talked to a lot of people already um that like obviously we haven't put it on it on mm. on air yet but um 
that have some interesting defenses of Meet the Robinsons in, in that era. So I'll be I'll be interested to see if um they are right or if they are insane. We'll find out. I'm also I want to say like the the era we're going into yeah. next. I am really excited about simply because again I've spent six months trying to find things to talk about. Um, and it's really interesting just kind of how everything's going to fall apart in the next eight episodes. So it's going to be great. We, there's a lot of good stuff coming. What are the Disney films that you think are the most underrated? <sighs> underrated? I think the... Early 2000s had a lot of good ones that yeah. don't get talked about a lot or kind of get brushed under the rug. Um, I'd say, like, again, like, just the visual feast that is Treasure Planet does not get... I think... Uh, if you're in a Disney circle, I think it gets talked about. But I, it's yeah. not like when you think about Disney marketing and, the and you know, the specific franchises that it pushes, mm-hmm. that one kind of gets brushed under the rug. Um... See, this is the problem I run into, because at a certain point, there is no underrated Disney movie. They're all pretty accurately rated in the pop culture landscape. Right. Um, as much as I love it, I understand why people don't jive with Fantasia. Mm-hmm. I totally understand it. Um, but, like, the like the, the fact that the general consensus has kind of turned around, like, quote-unquote, turned around on... Um, like Atlantis and Treasure Planet and uh, that kind of stuff. The only, like, I'm not surprised that people, like, come to go to bat for basically any Disney movie. So I, I think, and I also think, especially considering Disney is Disney, mm-hmm. you know, capital D Disney, I don't think it's possible to underrate the studio, like, their output, especially because, like, no matter what, these these movies are making, like, hundreds of millions of dollars Mm -hmm. you know so like no matter what everything's going to be kind of a success um i would say from a certain point out like because again like as i'm as i was going into with this upcoming era up until eisner kind of comes like from the time roy steps down and mm-hmm. even really Walt dies to the time Eisner comes, like their output really wasn't as much of a powerhouse as it was. Like they were making as much money as they were. Again, this is a spoiler for what's to come, but they were making as much money as they were because of the parks. Right. The films were like not making any like and they weren't doing well in the box office. They for the most like, right. especially like and not just like animated, you know, all of their films, you know, because right. of like yeah. the cultural shifts at the time and everything. So I think that's fair to say from a certain point out, you know, when it became the right. corporate conglomerate that it is now, but which is why I think when I said Treasure Planet, I tied it to, okay, well, what are the, what is the, like, because again, like you said, everyone's going to have their favorite and they're going to defend it until the day they die. So, and I think ev- you can find someone who likes every movie. So like, mm-hmm. I guess then it, the term underrated just need in my head needs to be like, okay, well, what are the ones that kind of di- like Disney does? Disney likes to kind of sweep under the brush rug. aside mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. okay um i mean black cauldron um <laughs> uh and that's almost entirely due to like the artistry and pedigree of people that fucking touched that thing mm-hmm. um 
I like obviously that's a bit of a ways down the road and I haven't seen it in a while but right. like it's it's fucking gorgeous. I remember just, it being like not as bad yeah. as everyone was saying. Right. Like it might not come together entirely and it might be kind of a mess but like it's not a capital B capital A capital D bad movie. Mm-hmm. Um not like something like fun and fancy free. That one is unforgivable. But <laughs> I'm <it's-> sorry. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I cannot believe I ended up on Fun and Fancy Free TikTok. You did! Which I, I will t- say, they picked the best scene they did. from Fun and Fancy Free. Yeah, when they're eating, when they're like slicing the bread and slicing the bean. I came, I came across a TikTok of somebody like trying their best to recreate that scene in real life and slicing bread and beans like super thin to almost be see-through. And I'm just like, what did I do to get here? <laughs> what is my life? Was the podcast really worth it that I'm now on Fun and Fancy Free TikTok? Yes. Just accept it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay. Curse. We have another question from Finn. Um, is there a Disney movie that you would like to see a live action remake for, or are remakes always bad? I don't <sighs> think they... I would say they started out pretty strong, and then it's been kind of mediocre or bad since then. Like, I think mm-hmm. the the 20 i think it was the 2015 cinderella the one with lily james i think that was a great remake oh the kenneth branagh one Mm -hmm. yeah because i think it wasn't just a shot for shot Uh uh-huh like it wasn't the same movie but just live action lion king um and they lion king's not live action i'm gonna fucking say (laughs) lion king's not live action it's fucking animated it's just animated there's no real fucking there's no real anything You'd be better off with like if you wanted a live action Lion King, you'd be better off fucking compiling B roll of a of fucking lions at the zoo like it's Milo and goddamn Otis, and just putting dialogue over top of like actual like cats just trying to lick peanut butter off their goddamn nose. So then maybe like remakes if we take out yeah. live action, just remakes in general, we can because I guess you could say the same like Dumbo. It was it's not all CGI, but like they yeah. didn't just like shoot an elephant, right? With big ears like, that they happened to find. I will. I will come. I see. This is the thing. I'm not vehemently anti remake. I like that Dumbo remake quite a bit because it shoves the entirety of the movie Dumbo into the first 45 minutes and then proceeds to shit on the concept of the Disney parks for an hour and a half. Mm. Um, which I thought was fun. And also Michael Keaton, uh, basically just gremlining it, it all over the all over the the movie is very fun and very good to watch. Yeah. Um. So like I, I, I can't think of anything that I would want like a live action remake of specifically. Right? Um, or they just but I, they'd yeah. still or it's in the works already. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. And I still think all the ones in the works, I'm not particularly interested in. Like the li- the literal only one of these I've seen is uh, Dumbo because it's the only one that interests me in any way, shape, or form because they did so much different with it. Yeah. I was, so if they're yeah, I've seen. I think Dumbo's the only one I haven't seen at this point. Um, Weird. <laughs> which I think is funny because I love the Cinderella funny. one. I thought the Beauty and Beast one was okay. There's some that some moments that really worked and some that I thought were rushed. Like the pacing was kind of weird. Oh, and I haven't seen Lion, the Lion King one, I guess. But yeah, I thought the Aladdin one was okay again. Um, Jungle Book was boring. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just at the end of the day, like, I'd rather just watch the original. The only case I wouldn't rather yeah. watch the original is the Cinderella one. Because I would, 
I feel like those are two I could watch like within short amount of time and not feel like I've seen the same movie, you know, because it's enough gotcha. of like a different okay. spin on the original. Like yeah. it stays true to the tale, but like it doesn't feel. Yeah. You know, like Lily James definitely makes it her own and everyone else makes those characters their own. It's not just like they're like, oh, we're just going to copy what this person did. So, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, yeah. So, Finn, I guess the answer to your question is no. Yeah, no. Just no. No. Not really. Uh, also, just because there's the ever-looming threat of both Josh Gad and now James Corden. <laughs> That's a good point. That's so, point. no. Cannot. I just, no. That'd be, oh, no. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's see. Last one in this category is another question from Emily. We have your rankings for Disney mo- Disney movies, but can you rank which protagonist would win in a battle royale? Uh, hmm. Ranking is hard. Um, but I think based on like I think I think the easy answer to that question mm. is someone from Treasure Planet, right? Mm. Like they're pirates. Yeah. Um I would so I th- yeah, because that's the thing. You want Braun for that. Actually, you know, it is it is either going to be. <laughs> I think it's either going to be, uh, Jim or Silver. No, it's probably no. Silver doesn't still. Silver doesn't rank. Who's the who's yeah. the, who's the hot cat lady from Treasure Planet? Oh, um, um, Emma Thompson's character. Yeah. I'm looking it up. Hold on. She would destroy everyone. <laughs> Yeah, it, I think I think it would come down to her Captain versus, Amelia. Captain Amelia versus Stitch is going to be the is going to be the final, and I don't know who comes out of that. Everyone, oh everyone, like I, I, there's too many protagonists to rank, right? So yeah. I think getting down to that final two of Captain Amelia versus Stitch, because Lilo, like Stitch would try his best, but Lilo fucking loses like bottom 50 oh easy. yeah i don't think she'd make it i think the be- like the beast could do the beast would go pretty far in beast mode i feel uh, like and if then, he was and in then clayton mode, would get him cry oh yeah clayton would be good too clayton would take the beast out a hundred percent well yeah because he has his musket so he'd just yeah like... see this is the thing anyone who has guns goes very far prince naveen would bottom out first round because he'd yeah. just have his little ukulele, and he'd try to, like, serenade, like, some of the mm-hmm. the women who were in there, you know, whether it's... He'd try uh-huh. to serenade Captain Amelia, honestly. And she would rip his head off. Yeah. <laughs> or he'd be distracted doing that, and she'd be, like, rolling her eyes, doing the next thing, and then Clayton would bow him in the back. Um, yeah. But I guess Clayton would... Be, is Clayton a protagonist? He's technically an antagonist. Ah, uh, that's, that's fair. the thing. So yeah, we have to think about like main characters. So that okay. that takes out all the villains, right? Yeah, I was, that does like, take out a lot of villains. If this was a war, not battle royale, I would well, say. If, yeah. If it was a battle royale with both like protagonist and antagonist, it changes the the math a little bit. So yeah, right. you're right. Clayton can't be involved. He can't be involved. Um. Oh, God. Dumbo could just fly away from everything. But again. We have people with guns. He could he could touch the bullets. I trust him. <laughs> but no, but would a protagonist I don't, I don't... have a gun? Yes. Who? Um, fucking Jim's got a gun. If we're talking, Stitch has a gun. Stitch has a gun. I bet Dumbo could dodge it. 
okay, at this point, he'd I don't, be he'd be. I don't think enough. I don't. Okay, I don't think Dumbo ducks Rapunzel's hair or Elsa's ice. Oh, Elsa. Actually, yeah, Elsa. that's it. That's it. Elsa wins. Elsa wins. <laughs> she Elsa wins. <laughs> because she'd get upset and would just let her ice powers go out of control and everyone would yeah. die. Ice powers win. Yeah, so she'd Always. be in there with Anna. She has literal superpowers. Stitch would be messing with Anna. Elsa would get upset and then everyone else would die. Yeah. Yeah, this is not not even a contest. Elsa Absolutely wins. Absolutely not. Elsa wins. Elsa wins. Okay. So that ends our first category. So now, do we want to go to You're picking. You're picking. I'm picking. You can't make me you can't make me make all the decisions. Okay. Um Just cuz you've read them all doesn't mean I get to pick. Well, it's more fun that way cuz you don't know what's to come. I mean, I guess. No, I'll pick one. I'll pick one. We have like six categories. It's fine. All right, we'll do deeper Disney next. All right. Time to put on my thinking brain. I know. So, thinking the first question comes again from Finn. If you could erase a Disney film from existence, either due to a negative cultural shift it caused or just because it's plain bad, which one would it be? Uh, <laughs> you really did change hats. <laughs> I didn't change hats. I just put it on top of my head. Well, I put funny. it over my I put it over the cat ears on my headphones. There you go. I looked up um, and was like, "Hello." Um, hello. If I could I mean, there's a couple easy contenders for this, right? Mm-hmm. Personal preferences aside, I think the easy contenders are the Good Neighbor films, um, Pocahontas, um, uh, what's the movie? What's the fucking movie? I'm forgetting. Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think if we're talking about cultural depictions... In general, like a lot of the early stuff, yeah, like is on the chopping block. Pre nineteen fifty, yeah, would be on the chopping block in that regard. Um, yeah, because like you really have it in. I think because I've been re-listening to the episodes, um, and you have it in like, and it's minor in Snow White yeah. and Pinocchio. It's it's pretty minor. They took it in, out of Fantasia, but it was in Fantasia. It was and in still Fantasia. It is in Fantasia. It's yeah, because yeah, yeah, like. <sighs> That's the problem, right? Because it's it's it is it is everywhere. Even in the current shit, it's mm-hmm. still there. Right. Because you have Princess and the Frog, which uh-huh. falls into that trope of black characters just being animals for most of yeah. the of the film. And I mean, just aside from that, like white creative leads, mm-hmm. like you you can only do so much. Um... <sighs> I would say honestly, did Pocahontas have to be made? See that was that was where I was leaning, but I yeah. can't. I keep. Thi- <sighs> I just think for the. For I keep thinking. I I just keep thinking about Peter Pan. Yeah, Peter Pan was bad too. I I think those are both extremely valid. Yeah. Uh, removals. I, I wouldn't. So. Yeah. Well, and especially because of the documented evidence of the harm Pocahontas caused the yeah. tribe that the studio worked with, and the fact that yeah, the fact quote-unquote worked with right right like consulted i think would have been the better and even that yeah consulted and then proceeded to disregard yeah um Um, yeah i think i think pocahontas like because they also didn't learn anything from pocahontas yeah like it's pretty but also it's got mel gibson in it actually fuck pocahontas (laughs) so i'm feeling pocahontas yeah pocahontas can go yeah 
Okay. Po- Pocahontas wins this category. Honorable runner-up goes to Peter Pan. Both of you get the fuck out of here I'd say, and think about what you did. Well, Peter Pan and Dumbo. Again, because remember yeah. with Dumbo, yeah. everything yeah. behind oh. the scenes with they yeah. literally cast a white man to play a black character. like On top on top of the, the labor shit that was going on at the time. Exactly. Yeah. So I'd say those are the two honorable mentions. Yeah. Because that's just animated films. Up. I think the clear winner of like all of Disney films, or maybe not the clear, but an obvious winner if you just take the whole output would have been Song of the South. And Disney was like, yeah, no, could, what, what movie? What movie? We don't what know Song who that, of the South? We don't know what that is. Never heard of her. Never. Couldn't be me. No. So yeah, the winner, the winner of Dream a Little Deeper's Please Stop Award <laughs> is Pocahontas. Uh, Peter Pan and <laughs> Peter Pan and Dumbo. Okay, moving on. Do you feel like the Disney princess world has changed, especially after the Me Too movement? I personally have always loved the movies and had loved the stories with the P- the prince and the princesses. Call yeah. me a hopeless romantic, but I feel like those are not being made anymore, and I'm kind of sad about it. What are your thoughts on this? I mean, I wouldn't say it was particularly the Me Too movement that caused the change, because we really have been seeing this concept of the more independent princess mm-hmm. since 2009's Princess and the Frog, where literally Tiana's like main like character-defining yeah. feature is that she wants to work hard to open her own business. I mean, I'd go... I'd go a little bit further. I'd go further back, oh, honestly. Oh, you, you could really, yeah, yeah. No, you're you right. You can make that. You can make an argument with the. You can make a pretty substantial argument with the Little Mermaid, especially. Because like, she wa- She has her. Wa- she wants to get the fuck out of there before she meets Eric. That's like true. Eric's just another reason that she wants to leave home and go like explore the the surface world. That's fair. Like er- Eric's just Eric's the catalyst for her desires that she already has. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, m- 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 I think you can generally credit the like third wave feminism writ large for this kind of cultural shift, yeah. like starting in the '90s and just like the whole girl boss movement. Yeah, or the, before I, girl boss. Yeah, which like just the notion that like hey, <laughs> women have agency outside of you know wanting to vote. <laughs> no, that was. F- first wave no first first, first wave, wave was, was voting second wave was the whole like i know i'm i'm being reductive because oh, okay. i can't rem- i can't remember what second wave was about. it was like sexual liberation kind of hold on I'm, yeah. i'll google i don't second wave because it was more like that was more 1950s there were smart women who were staying at uh-huh. home and they didn't yeah it was from the 60s to the 80s um Yeah, so the first wave was suffrage, which is voting, and mm-hmm. legal obstacle and legal obst- obstacles to gender equality, so like property rights. Second right. wave broadens the debate to include a wider range of issues like sexuality, family, and the workplace, and reproductive rights. So yeah, it was like the sexual liberation uh-huh. kind of vibe that was going for. So I think that would like yes contribute to like what you're saying, like what we see in the Renaissance. But as I'm reading her question, I think she's actually talking about more what we see in like Frozen and Moana and Brave, where we have princesses who don't have a romantic plot or subplot. Right. 
specifically. And I don't, again, I wouldn't say that's me too specifically. Um, but I would say like another wave of feminism that either is defined and I don't know about or is working to be defined. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Where it's a little more intersect, like the intersectionality is more mm-hmm. part of it. Um, right. It's the whole notion of, again, like kind of building on what we see with Ariel, um, where you have women have their own autonomy, but it's not like base, you know, and it's very male exclusive. Right. Um, what I will say is like the current run of like the Disney princess stuff. Um, Moana's Moana's an exception to this, but like they don't completely eschew the romantic angle. It's just not the focus of the movie. Mm -hmm. Like, Anna and Kristoff are a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Eugene and Rapunzel are a thing. Like that is one of the that is like the primary subplot of that movie. Mm-hmm. Like their relationship developing. So it's not that like it's it's the fact that like very much these characters have their own like their own drivers aside from just ooh pretty boy, yeah. which ooh pretty boy, <laughs> yes pretty boy yes but that is not an all-encompassing thing for a lot of people right so to make it the all like again not to say like romances like romances and romantic comedy specifically are like bad because they're not Mm -hmm. um but i think i think it's entirely fair and valid to just let these people be people and let their their wants and agency drive the narrative and have the other stuff kind of follow as as it does right you don't have just because there's a woman in a movie doesn't mean she has to be paired off by the end of it agreed and i think like yeah basically what you said because like could think about it imagine how much worse of a movie moana would be if she ended up with maui by the end of it okay but also she's a kid okay i'm I, i'm aware of this <laughs> like... but i'm thinking in i'm thinking it does not take a large lo- logical leap to imagine moana made in the style of pocahontas yeah that's fair though you could Which see is, like the wh- groundwork yeah. where they could have veered that uh-huh. way if they wanted to right like if Mo- if moana was made in the 90s that's how it would have ended uh, that's that that's how it would have resolved and she would be a lot but, more developed uh 16 uh-huh. year old girl kind of a situation yes. so it's like is she 16 or is she 26 who can tell who can say because i think pocahontas yeah. is supposed to be 19 which yeah okay fine sure sure o- okay movie <laughs> so yes very good question though made us think deeper okay those that's it for deeper disney ah good thinking cap go off (laughs) so now we've got personal disney preferences disney corporate no we did disney preferences personal disney corporate film fun and random let's do film in general okay we have one question from emily (laughs) sounds about right what are your favorite movies outside of disney Ah, uh, boy. Well, it'd be a shame if I talked about this for 90 minutes writ large with uh, Talk Film Society, Talk Film Society editor in chief Marcelo J. Pico. Uh, plugging. <laughs> plug, 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 um, plug, plug, plug. Favorite movies. 
I mean, I'm gonna I'll, pull up my letterbox. Yeah, yeah find I'm gonna pull out. up my letterbox as well because, like, I know, but I also but I like having the list. Don't know. So, like, in terms of what 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 are we thinking here in terms of like favorite movies? Are we talking like top three, top five, like just, just general say... general vibes? What are we feeling here? No more than five. No more than five. Yeah. All right. Uh, interesting. Uh, no Disney films make my top five. A, D- a Disney film makes my top 10, but not my top five. Wait, what's the Disney film in your top 10? Fantasia? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, of course it's Fantasia. What else would it be? It's it. Fantasia's not the highest an- highest rated, highest ranking animated movie on my mo- on my list, though. Is it Evangelion? No, that... Yeah. The, okay. Yeah, Ava's number five. Uh, Spider-Verse is number six. Ooh, that is a good one. Yeah. Um, isn't there a way you can, like, organize these movies so you can see like what your top ones are i don't know this app very well uh, we'll, we'll 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 talk about it later okay. um generally yeah you can you can like if you go to your we'll we'll cut this it's fine yeah uh if you if you go to if you just go to your diary um mm-hmm. i think it should let you oh yeah so, if you go to your diary you can rank it by rating highest first ah thank you okay <laughs> Oh, I'm excited. I hate myself. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, okay. Now I want to note these are the ones that I've just like logged. These these here. are the ones you've logged on Letterbox <laughs> and Letterboxed. Yeah. Because I'm very bad at it. As you can tell, I'm very bad at answering these questions, so I need to have this so that I know. This is going to be very funny. I'm probably not actually representative of your tastes. No, not at all. But honestly, it's a little on point. I'm not going to lie. Um, How high up on this is the Irishman? That's my question. It's not on here. <laughs> oh. I know you logged it, so that's interesting. I did, but I don't know if I rated it. Or if I did, I don't remember. Okay, so I'm just going to go top to bottom. So right now, logged at my top two are Coraline and Pan's Labyrinth. Those are both very good movies. I so I recently rewatched Coraline as like a Halloween. Prep, Coraline rules, and it's the first time I watched it like actually watching it because usually I'll have these movies on while I'm cleaning or something. It is like you said, it rules. It is incredibly detailed and thoughtful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And creepy, well animated. Like so that like honestly who deserves fucking, to be. Who who did who made that? I think was it a like a joint? No, it okay. was Henry Selick, directed yeah. by Henry Selick. Um, yeah, Henry Selick, n- director of. Okay, Leica did make it. Okay, Leica's the the box trolls, Kubo and the Two Strings, yes. uh, people. Yeah. Um, Henry Selick also. This is important to note. Henry Selick directed. Nightmare Before Christmas, not Tim Burton. Tim Burton did not direct Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-mm. Shut up. It's You're not right. I don't care how right you think you are. He did not direct that movie. Um, okay, so that was number one. Two is Pan's Labyrinth, which I, I really enjoyed that. Um, the monsters in it were especially so yeah. good. <laughs> number three is Austin Land. <laughs> See, I said it wasn't representative of your taste, but, but it kind of is. I'm not gonna lie, it kind of is. <laughs> oh, so yeah, Austin Land, and I, I say yes. It's even hearted. I love that movie. It's my comfort movie. Um, number four is um, again, as logged on Letterboxd, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Good movie. Um, very good movie. And then still, still haven't seen it. Five, I have the Criterion. Have not seen it. It's, I know. 
It's so good. I know it'll make me sad. But it's so good. I will watch it I with know. you and I will no. cry with you. <laughs> no, let me cry over the lesbians on my own. Okay, that's fine. And then next I have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Ah. Uh, but here's the thing. That's the start of my four-star stuff. And I have a lot of four-star rankings. That's fair. There's a so, lot of movies that are good but not exceptional. Yeah, so. like also in this, I've got like in my four-stars, I've got like Luca and I've got like Promising Young Woman and I've got Ingrid Goes West and I've got Stardust and I've got... Uh, Wait, how the... How the... How is Stardust not a five star for you? Uh, five stars are very like Austin Land isn't even a five star. Okay, that's I only fine. have two five stars right now, and that's Coraline and that's Pan's okay, Labyrinth. That's fine. it. Fine. So I think like, you're wrong about Stardust, but fine. I freaking love Stardust. It might be a four and a half if I'm being honest. Fine. Um, fine. Fine. Yeah, like Crimson Peaks also four stars. You know, so there's like a lot of. That's just the you're, start yeah. of my four stars. You're, you're just a hard sell. Okay. I'm a hard sell. I have to like really. All right. Really be impressed. So those are See, some this, of my this favorites. Is why, this is why I love Halloween so much. And a, a little peek behind the curtain, like for the last like two, three years, I've made, I, I've had Alex and other friends over on Halloween and I've been like, time to traumatize my friends. Woo! Uh, house so. isn't on here. House isn't on there. How is house not on there? I must have, well, I just started doing this this year and. That's fair. So. It's fine. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. It's, it's not, but that's also what I really liked house. But yeah. anyways. House. Okay house very good your turn you go uh so uh again if you want to listen to me go way more in depth on this uh tfs 100 episode of marcello on the in the talk film society podcast network feed uh available on itunes and wherever you get your podcasts i'm very good at plugs plug 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 Plug. um so i i guess we're we'll go we'll go we'll go five to one instead of top down um surprising absolutely nobody on any of these picks Number five, Neon Genesis Evangelion, The End of Evangelion. Uh, if you know me, this is not surprising at all. Uh, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Number four is Charlie Chaplin's Modern Times. Also not really that surprising if you know me at all. I don't know that movie, but I'll take your word That's for fine. It. Number three is Lord of the Rings of Fellowship of the Ring. Not surprising. <laughs> uh, you will not know this one. Uh, number two is uh, The Man with the Movie Camera. It is a Soviet experimental documentary about life in the city in uh during the rise of modernity it's very good it's very weird so on brand for you it's extremely on brand uh i watched it in (laughs) i watched it in david's class in undergrad now so on brand (laughs) uh and then watch and then uh in a uh in a grad course on modernism and film i we watched it again and i was the only one who was like no this movie rules you're insane um other than our, my my professor, right, obviously, right, and then number one with a bullet, Alex, you will very much agree with me on this in terms of the, this movie's quality. It's it's Mulholland Drive. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, of of course. That's of like course. that's also in my top ten. Again, it's yeah. not logged because because you weren't logging when I made you watch. But Mulholland that is Drive. a very good movie. I, yeah, Mulholland Drive it. rules. Uh, not for the faint of heart. <laughs> <laughs> None of none of my none of my movies except for like Lord of the Rings are really for the fan. Lord of the Rings and Modern Times are like you you can just kind of go into those whenever, but like the rest of them are like, "Oh, this is going to take effort." So our first question comes from Hannah. If you could save any IP studio franchise from the clutches of Disney, like Star Wars, Marvel, Blue Sky, etc., what would it be and why? <sighs> hmm. 
that's the weird thing. I'm not particularly precious about IP. I just think it's that's see that's not true though. Because <sighs> the IP I care the most about in the entire world is so intrinsically linked to Disney mm -hmm. that I can't. Because like I can't save Kingdom Hearts from Disney. Because <laughs> without Disney, Kingdom Hearts isn't a thing that matters. Yeah. Then it's just another fucking R JRPG in like in Square Enix's catalog. Right. Um. Oh God. Did I, I guess. Did I tell you that my first fan fiction was a Kingdom Hearts fan fiction? Oh my God. <laughs> it I didn't know what it happen. was, but <laughs> it was fated to happen. Alex, it was fate. <sighs> okay, anyways, I didn't fate. mean to cut you off, but No, continue. it's fine. I guess I guess of all the I I guess I would wrest control of Star Wars back from them. Not because I dis, dis like necessarily dislike uh, other than, other than other than that ninth movie that never got made. Um uh like all eight of the like all like eh, both of those Disney Star Wars sequels are very good. Mhm. Mm um, it's it's really a shame they never finished that sequel trilogy. I I would have loved to know what happened. Oh um, darn! Oh darn! Um. Oh my God! Knives Out. Sorry, that's also a great movie. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they really should have let that guy like that guy went from like Last Jedi to Knives Out. Like he should have he really should have directed like done a ninth Star Wars movie. He should have just done that other like another Star Wars movie. Shame they just like took him off the project and never filled that hole. Oh huh? My God. Weird. Oh my God. Um, it's not like they gave that movie to. It's not like they gave that movie to like the hackiest director working right now. Anyways, um, no, I think I think I think Star Wars needs to get saved from them just because like they're shaving off all of the weird shit about Star Wars. Mm. Um, like as much as the old expanded universe is a complete train wreck and most of it is bad. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> like there is canonically a character in the old EU called Luke. It's <laughs> Luke with two U's and he's just taller. <laughs> I need that. I want, yeah. I want that spinoff series. <laughs> I mean, a part of me wants to say Marvel just because I know how horribly they're treating, like, the actual, you know, creators of these characters and yeah, that, comic Yeah, that's, that's a big one. People. Yeah. So, like, I, the movies are good, but, like, just everything that's coming out about how much these people are actually getting compensated for their yeah. work, it's disgusting. Um, Let Steve Ditko make money. Give so, him Spider-Man. And also just how, like how bland they can make these very interesting superheroes i'd say i don't know if i'll ever forgive them for what they did to thanos <laughs> they made him like this weird utilitarian dude when in the comic books he's just like nah man i'm trying to fuck death just straight up i'm trying yeah, like, like imagine, imagine, imagine how much better fucking Infinity War and Endgame would have been if Than if a big purple thumb ass Thanos was just thirsting after Kate Blanchett the entire time. Oh my god, and that'd be that so was good. his motivation. That'd be so fun. That's so much better. That's a better movie. A better, I, I, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, and there are good movies, you know, where I'm like, oh, I enjoyed that, you know. But at the same time, like when they. The reason why I'm having such a... It's taking me so long to get through all of them is because... It's because you got through all the interesting ones already. And I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm I'm good now. I feel like I've yeah. seen everything I need to see, but I know I need to finish it out. Um, no, you don't. It's fine. 
just no, I mean, play. I want to. I'm not. I'm halfway done. I'm not gonna just stop at this point. Plus, I already have the Disney Plus account, so I might as well like just. I have them all for free, technically. So, for free, for like four dollars a month or whatever. But still, yeah, it's better than anything, you know. So, and like there are like that's the thing. It's like I like certain things they've done, but as a whole. I think just in the comic books, you know, like there's a lot more queer superheroes and there's a lot more yeah. there's better motivations for these superheroes that we don't always that we that get erased out because, again, I think you just get the same guy who wants to adapt these make these movies, you know, mm-hmm. it's different guys, but it's the same guy. And so you just kind of yeah. get a bland product at the end of the day. Yep. But anyways. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> Our next question is from Joey. Hi, Joey. Hi, Joey. If you had a chance to feature a movie outside the Disney animated canon that would provide context for the animation industry as a whole during the eras you are discussing, what would you want to examine? A Bluth movie, some Bakshi? Bakshi? Bakshi. Bakshi. Yeah, maybe Ralph a, Bakshi. Okay. Maybe a Ghibli it is also possible you would want to save these for another miniseries, but since Disney has always been an influencer and influenced by others, it could be fun to discuss. Hmm. I, D- Don Bluth, Don Bluth, Don Bluth, Don Bluth. We Fucking Don to. Bluth. We, we have to. No, I have like, a whole section so, on Don Bluth ready to go. Like, I'm, we're not, yeah, gonna not, I'm not ignoring him. Like, he's such a. Yeah, Don Bluth. He, Don Bluth is like almost single-handedly responsible for the direction that Disney animation goes. Oh no, post, yeah, like post his departure. Exactly, it's fucking wild the outsized influence this dude's studio has on honestly, like not even just Disney, but like animation and media as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like video games would not be the way they are without Don Bluth. Oh, interesting. Straight up, fucking Dragon's Lair is one of the most influential like pieces of animation ever. But like Ralph Bakshi, by the same note, Lord of the Rings would not be Lord of the Rings like the movies without Ralph Bakshi. Mm. Like just straight up. Yeah. Like both of those guys are actually like super important um, animation icons. Um, on my other my other show, uh, Going Helms Deep, where I talked about all of the Lord of the Rings movies with a bunch of really cool people. Um, they keep threatening to make me wa- make us watch the Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings uh, and the Rankin Bass Hobbit and Return of the King movies um, which I don't think those movies are good but they're interesting and fun to talk about at least yeah. so I don't know uh, if we want to if, if we end up doing a Bluth miniseries I could see us taking like a detour in between and being like yeah let's talk about some Bakshi this shit's weird yeah I mean I'd be down I don't know yeah. really a lot I know a little bit but not a ton so yeah. I know what I know for when I did my episode on the Bluth departure. Yeah, so, that's gonna that's gonna be fun. That's a that's a fun episode. That's gonna be fun. And then Bluth will Bluth has already come up on the show a couple of times. He has. Um yeah. and then uh Bluth leaving like we will talk about Bluth leaving in this next like set of episodes, and then I have to double back and talk about Bluth again mm-hmm. for Black Cauldron. Right. Because Black Cauldron also would not be what the Black Cauldron is without Don Bluth. Like, and I that notably whole... did not mention yeah. anything that Don Bluth had to do with the Black Cauldron in any earlier episodes. I just said, hey, people are working on this. Yeah. Just to, so, so that's, <laughs> yeah, there that, you go. I'm going to fucking coming out of the gate with a fucking treatise on the Black Cauldron because so much has been written about it. Like, it's a fucking, 
it's wild. We'll we'll get there. We'll okay. get there in like a year, depending on how long my research takes. All right, final two categories: personal or fun and random. Pick. I mean, or I mean, we could just kind of fucking fuck fun and random. I guess I don't know. Okay, this is from Emily. Yeah. If, if you were both converted to RPG characters, what classes or races would you want to be? <laughs> I'm guessing this is D and D related. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me uh, look it up because I don't this know. Isn't, this isn't fair, M. This isn't fair. Why is it not fair? Because I, since that question got written, uh, since that, since that question got written, I guarantee it. I have like four active campaigns going with them now. <laughs> this isn't fair. Oh God. I don't know much about D and D, so. Google. Google help. Uh, well, I remember because when I made the character for your campaign. Yeah. When um back in June, I had to read them all, but I don't remember. That's okay. That's okay because you you went to fighter first. I did, and that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Hmm. I mean, I guess just because of the amount of shit I read and just the amount of stuff in my brain at any given time. I guess Wizard's probably my fucking go-to. I, I'm also just a spindly idiot uh, who can't take a... who can't really take a punch. So, like, fragile, way too smart for their own good. Uh, yeah, Wizard's probably the ca- best case. what are case. you looking at? Uh, I'm looking at classes, specifically, and just going off of my, my knowledge of uh, D&D stuff. Um... I'm specifically looking at um, D&D Beyond, uh, which is their, um, which is Wizards uh, Online. Okay. Yeah, that's thing. what I'm on now. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so probably probably Wizard in terms of class and in terms of race. I don't know. Elves are pretty cool. <laughs> High elves are pretty all right. It's a bit of a stereotype, but yeah, I don't know. High elf wizard, yeah, sure, that's me. <laughs> sounds it. about right. Yeah, that um, sounds about right. Probably a warlock. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, glad you agree. So uh, yeah, definitely that. And then for race, man, there's so many. There's so many. Okay, hold on, because I was a human last time, and that was fine. Yeah, but I don't humans think are fine. A, but, but if yeah. I could be anything else, I'd want to be something else. Yeah. Maybe you want to be a bird person. I don't know. No. You can just say I don't know. No, I want to have an answer to this. Okay. I want to. I want to know this about myself. And then create this character. <laughs> Listen, that's fair. That's how. That's how a lot of shit. That's how a lot of characters get made. Either just complete pre- like, like fucking last minute pressure cooker style or you just sit there and think about yourself for way too long exactly. and come up with something a little bit too close for comfort uh, oh this is so fun there's so many options yeah okay like the, the character i just made is a uh is a presents as presents as a t as a uh a tiefling and is a rogue but is uh, a vampire oh. got like as of like two days at the start of the campaign, so like they're go, they're like get like she's just getting the hang of it. It's very fun. I just get to be a mean lesbian for this entire campaign, and it's the best. <laughs> I didn't know a hobgoblin was an actual thing. Yeah, I just thought that was something to. Eh. 
You just thought it was an insult? Yeah, like, oh, you have goblin. I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, goblins have, like, slug-like skin, and it's the fucking worst thing I've ever found out. That's so gross. Yeah, it's really gross. Ooh, I'll be a shifter. Oh, God. A fucking changeling. Of course you would. Yeah. Of course you <laughs> so, would. So I would be a changeling shifter warlock. <laughs> God. As no soon as I found I... it, I was like, yep, there we are. <laughs> of course. No one no wonder. Of course. Makes, of course. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Great question. So now we go up to personal. Our first two are from Emily. Tell us about any pets you have. You have more, so you go first. <laughs> em knows about my pets. Yeah, but not everyone else does. <laughs> That's you know what? Fair enough. Uh let's see. At this point in this house, we have two dogs, my dog, Margo, and then um, our roommate's dog, Willa, uh, who's this little, like, Australian healer corgi mix, and it's just, she's adorable and she's very soft, but God, if you stand too quickly, you get yelled at. It's it's frustrating. Um, we also have three goldfish. Um, Mallory... My girlfriend is a uh, is a science teacher. She had an aquaponics system in her classroom last year, uh, two years ago. Last year, I guess, uh, in the year. Yeah, yeah, she yeah she had an aquaponics system in her classroom. She doesn't anymore, so we had to find something to do with the fish. The fish now live with us, uh, and they live on in in a fish tank near my near my desk, um, which is very fun. I get to watch them swim around they also know when they see people that uh if they haven't been fed uh it's time to just start swarming the glass and get it get 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 someone's attention is that what's happening right now no it's what was happening earlier got it uh which is which was very fun uh so if i if i forget to feed them and i go to work and mallory comes home uh they tell on me (laughs) and then last but most certainly not least um to date this recording if you saw the podcast twitter uh i i i tweeted a picture of my lizard of my bearded dragon milo because again mallory is a science teacher and uh had a pest had a class pet grant and used it and then COVID hit so now we have a bearded dragon living with us and she's like i'm not taking him back to the classroom right now i don't need to give the students a reason to congregate that's fair so that's all of the animals I have in my house. <laughs> you just have the one. I just have my dog, Athena. Well, my roommate's dog, but it's our dog. Um, yeah. She is a two-year-old white husky and is the most chaotic dog I've ever met. Right before we recorded, not only did she pee upstairs, um, but she also destroyed my uh, fall pillow that I bought. God damn it, Athena fluff everywhere um she loves people and to play every time she sees someone she gets so excited and her tail wags she's also the nosiest dog i have ever met there i will walk her past the other apartments to take her out to pee and if a door opens her she is looking in that apartment trying to figure out what's going on inside and i have to like be like come on we gotta go and she's like no i want to look i want to look i want to look nosy but we love her she's so fun um yeah, but definitely a pandemic dog needs yeah. to make some friends. We've decided, or I've decided. Okay, um, Emily, Alex, how did you get into podcasting and editing? 
That's a story. Um, just did. Well, I think it started junior year of college. I was I'll write take- that thing. Yeah, I was taking a media production and criticism class with Justin, who is our mentor and faculty advisor from Broadcasting Club. And one of the projects was... Well, I think he told me to take the class, so I did. And it was like two video projects and two audio projects. It was kind of like what we were doing, and smaller ones. And for my final audio project, I did an audio drama... <laughs> about a murder outside of a sorority house and it was just a pilot episode um but i got my friends to voice it and then i like went around this my own sorority house and like stomped around and like did my own sound effects um and it was a lot of fun and so then senior year um it was time to choose a capstone project and i didn't want to do anything that involved research because my head could not so I asked, funny funny that <laughs> yeah yeah see see how the how the turns have tabled um so I ended up expanding the pilot I wrote into a five episode series I think it was five or six I think five or six um making it like a holistic story I cast some theater kids to be the different characters um and just kind of learned editing on the fly just kind of did like a, does that sound good? No, let me fix it. And then like kind of toggled around until it fixed. Um, and so, yeah. And then I got this idea for this podcast when Disney Plus first dropped in 20, 2019, I think. Um, and they were like, all of the animated films are going to be on there. Except for Make My Music, but I didn't know that at the time. So, yeah, I... Uh, was like, I want to do this. I think this would be a lot of fun because I didn't see a lot of, you know, criticism or, like, good conversations about the older films and was, like, also very interested in, like, the history behind the Good Neighbor films and a lot of the earlier stuff. Um, And so then was like, I'll just do this for fun. Final question from Erica. What's your favorite thing you grew in your garden this summer? god probably the probably the jalapenos honestly i do those were really good they're really good they were really good it turned out well the tabasco plant is still going like i've kind of a the tabasco peppers Ooh. i've kind of abandoned the garden and like everything else is just kind of shriveled and died that tabasco that tabasco plant's just going good like i'm not watering that fucker and it's still growing i don't know what to do with it it's weird (laughs) I would say I liked having fresh mint, so that was good. Oh, the mint was really the good. The mint was good, and I really liked the cucumbers simply because it meant Mel and I got to spend a day canning. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I should say, we don't live together. No. But, no. <laughs> the, no. I'm usually, Alex does not live with us. I'm I'm but, over there a lot. Yeah. Normally. We, yeah. Alex and my girlfriend bought a bunch of plants one day and planted them in the planters in our backyard, and then just... Alex would come over periodically to check check her plants, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm watering your plants. She was like, thank you. I'm like, you're going to take these home? And she was like, no. no. <laughs> they were happy there. They, they, they made were. friends at that point, and I didn't want to separate yeah. the friends. Yeah, that's fair. So I know I said those were the last questions, but we got two last-minute additions. Just now? Just This just in. 
making sure. Hold on, I'm checking all the all the outlets. Yes. So we have two final questions. Okay. Who are they from? They're from Claire. Okay. What do you want? I didn't read that right. <laughs> Did you watch any Disney Disney Channel shows religiously growing up? Oh God. So that's a weird yeah. question for me because I oh, man. didn't have like any sort of satellite cable direct TV channels until I was 16. Mm-hmm. So I, when I was a kid, I would watch Saturday morning cartoons on the CW. It was Channel 11 where I was from. Yep. And we would watch um, That's So Raven, The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, and Hannah Montana. There would be uh-huh. two of That's So Ravens and then Sweet Life and Hannah Montana. But it was like the same six episodes that they just recycled. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I know those episodes really well. Um, and it was just on, so that's why I watched it. I'd say like later on, I watched more Hannah Montana, Sweet Life on Deck. Mm-hmm. Um, I did watch like whenever I had access to a those channels, I did watch that. So Raven a lot. Yeah. And those were the ones I, well, I, there was others my sister watched and I'd like mm-hmm. be in the same room and I'd kind of like hear them and watch them. Those would be, that was like good luck, Charlie. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'd say, but yeah. I'd say more so those four shows, so. Yeah. Uh, boy, howdy. This is gonna be a, a strapping, because this is a hell oh, of a list. Oh, let's go. I watched so much shit on Disney Channel religiously. Just, con- I've, uh, I watched, so let, let's start with, so I was, I was at, I know they didn't come out week to week, but basically I was a week to week Hannah Montana viewer. Like it was appointment TV. <laughs> um, same with Sweet Life, both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I missed the boat on that. So Raven, um, I was a big, uh, uh, I was a bit of a Brandy and Mister Whiskers stand. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, big Kim Possible person, uh, and then later on, uh. I I watched basically every episode of um Phineas and Ferb as it was airing. Oh wow. Um Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I I saw basically that the entire run of that show and then it hit Disney Plus and I've seen it like 3 times all the way through since. Um Phineas and Ferb is the best best animated show Disney Channel has ever produced. Um American Dragon Jake Long on top of like week to week, um, basically all of their animated output, I tried to keep up with. I kept up with mm-hmm. to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because you mentioned it, I also pretty religiously watched Saturday morning cartoons on uh the ki- for us it was Kids WB, mm-hmm. which is where I got exposed to shit like Dragon Ball, uh, mm-hmm. Yu Gi Oh, mm-hmm. Pokemon, Kirby. Like all all the anime shit is yeah. that's where I got it, and then I was also a God, no, because JetX was a different thing. JetX was not Toon Disney. I wa- I was also very very attuned to the um, Disney Afternoon stuff that aired in like the eighties, mm. um, because I'm I'm gonna count that. So like, um, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, um. 
Goof Troop, uh, Old DuckTales, uh, which eventually turned into Quack Pack, uh, which is very bad, uh, Tailspin, basically all the shit that uh, current DuckTales, like the, 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 the 2017 run of DuckTales, turned around and like pulled forwards into that show. I was super into. Mm-hmm. So I I I have a very large breadth of Disney animation outside of just uh the Walt Disney Animation Studios. I also watched belt. a lot of the like a lot of the popular Renaissance shows got or movies got shows on Disney Channel. Yeah. So the Timon and Pumbaa show I watched Yeah. I remember watching yeah. Um, there was the Emperor's New Groove show that I watched, yeah. like Cusco Goes to School or something. Um, the, I think it was called The Emperor's New School. Yes, that was it. Emperor's uh, New School. There was also the Hercules animated series. I missed that one. With uh, the, the the little Aphrodite jingle they had for every time she showed up was very good. Like, see, I have just this massive bank of Disney animation that doesn't come up on the show because we don't talk about the fucking spinoff shit. Uh, oh, I also the Winnie the Pooh TV show in the eighties. Um yeah. that then they reran a lot. I liked that one. Um, Pooh Bear, Winnie the Pooh Bear. Ba da da da. <laughs> yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. And I want a lot of the shows, like I got into Kim Possible in high school. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so there's ones Kim I Possible watched pools. later, but I didn't like I wouldn't say I it, I definitely Yeah was too old when I started watching it. <laughs> Yeah. I think I would have really then, liked like, it if I was yeah. younger. Yeah. And then obviously, like, since we're talking about TV animation, um, it's not Disney, but, like, Nickelodeon's animated output still fucking blows Disney's out of the water. I Same agree. with Cartoon Network. Yeah. Um, like, looming, well, large over all, looming large over all of this is fucking Last Airbender. So That's true. I'd say, like, a lot of the... Well, and it may just be because... Uh, I don't know. I like a lot of the Disney shows that are coming out now. Like I like the new DuckTales, yeah. Owl yeah. House, Amphibia. Um, right. I've heard, like it, it, yeah. you know, it's, there's it's, some good ones now, I think. Yeah. It, it's changed a lot recently, but like. Like Fish Hooks never really appealed to me. Yeah. Like there were like, or like mid 2000s, mid 2000s to mid 2010s was a bit of a down period for Disney TV animation. Right. Um, I know Joey is screaming at his phone right now. <laughs> um <laughs> But, like, for me, that was the period where I'm, like, paying more attention to Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon and stuff, despite yeah. still being, like a like I said, Brandy Mr. Whiskers, which is objectively a pretty shitty show. Um, but, but I will say, like, Airbender, yeah. I think, in that era, era tops everything. Yes, absolutely. It, lo- uh, the only thing that could even come close to swinging against that weight is Teen Titans. Oh, Teen Titans was good. Which Which didn't get a proper ending. I've only that was another one that was on the CW in the mornings. Yeah. Um. And I again I've seen the same six episodes, a lot, <laughs> and I remember specific scenes and everything, but I've never seen the entire thing front to back. So, but I've heard it's good. Yeah. All don't right. Let Ma- don't let Mallory hear you say that. I won't. She will. She will. She will drop everything to make you watch Teen Titans. Man, we should do a Teen Titans costume one year god can we that'd be yeah I'd, I'd make a great raven man if you were oh that'd be cute yeah oh okay um okay last question who was your disney animated crush growing up and now 
<laughs> Claire just putting us all on blast. Huh? I know. I'm debating how honest I want to be. <laughs> uh, let me think. I I think I think I will I will say I I will answer. I'll 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 give like a half answer to kind of like tip where my cards are. Uh, it, y'all can read between the lines on the Sleeping Beauty episode. <laughs> oh, no. Growing up or now or both. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, a little like a little a little bit of both on Maleficent. Um, but <laughs> you just said it. <laughs> yeah, I just said it. Y'all can read between the lines on that one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm not I'm not a subtle person. Um. I don't know. The uh, fucking Captain Amelia is really, really hot. Uh, Treasure Planet. So yeah, Treasure Planet's got a lot of hot people in it. Uh, mm. God, I don't know. That's a hard question. Just boiling it down to one, I guess. Huh. We could do a slew. You know, it I doesn't get, have to be yeah. just one. It could just be like a lay. I'm still trying to like. Disney. How? How? Hmm. How much can I cheat is the real question. Cheat how? I mean, if it's got the Disney logo on it and it's animated, does it count? Yes, I'd say it counts. Okay. Yeah. So as a kid, I'm learning a lot about myself in the last few years and looking back has made a lot of things a little bit more clear. For example, as a child, I had the biggest crush on Riku Kingdom Hearts. And now oh. I am a more mature, uh, reasonable person uh-huh. and ha- just just have a very large crush on Aqua Kingdom Hearts. And it's fine. Huh. <laughs> this is hard. I've... Yeah. I'd say like... I'd say like in my adult life, <laughs> like my appreciation for Robin Hood, like he's just a cute, he's cutie, he's a cutie. I think when I was in high school, definitely on both Rapunzel and Flynn Rider. Yeah. Valid. One of those like by panic situations. Uh-huh. Um Do I need to quote the text message you sent me about Lee Shang? Ah <laughs> Okay. Just because I appreciate his body doesn't mean I have a crush on him. <laughs> yeah, I think that's my answers. Those are my answers. Alright, that's fair. I think I'll go These with are that. Good answers. <laughs> Lovely. Well, 18 questions. This has been an hour, 24 minute <laughs> recording. I think this is the most efficient episode of this show we've ever done. I was going to say, we stuck to task. We answered the questions. We only got thrown off course maybe like twice, honestly. Well, see, it's a Q&A episode. Yeah. The point is to get off task. So we were but always on target. Exactly. So, you know, I'd say great job to you. Great job to me. Happy yeah. that we are at a point where we can start recording again. Yeah, life for sure. is good. <laughs> life is life. Life is life, life, and recording is happening, and that's fun. That's good. Uh, to all our listeners that made it through this far, thank you. I'm glad you enjoy our chaos and nonsense. Uh, if you think of any more questions that you want us to answer, uh, as as time goes on, I guess I'm bad at soliciting questions uh feel free to keep sending questions in we this was fun we like to do this we'll probably do it again uh this is there will inevitably be another hiatus like we're not even gonna hiatus i'm not even gonna not even gonna pretend because i can't yeah no like cannot cannot even pretend cannot (laughs) but yeah. yeah so um 
I don't know when this is going to actually hit the airstreams, but uh, expect an episode, I'd say, about a week after you're listening to this. Yep, because yep, at yep, this yep, point, yep. all we got to do is just like watch the movies and talk about watch them. Watch the movies and talk about them. And then we're good because I've written eight episodes. And yeah. let me tell you, this is the first week I didn't have to like, I didn't have like the looming thought of, I need to work on the podcast over my head. It was so liberating. I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. Anyways, so thank you for listening. We will be back shortly. And this is a promise. We hope it's you'll like join a- us for season two, kinda. Season two, kinda. Hitting, hitting, hitting a podcast streaming service near you soon maybe maybe it will who knows it will it will will. don't say maybe we need to get more people we want people to listen listen to us we want people to listen listen to us my opinions are valid please validate me (laughs)